Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 50. I am absolutely full of gratitude to say that this is the Manage My Wedding 50th episode. What an incredible journey it's been so far. Honestly, I have loved delivering podcasts to you so much. I knew I was going to enjoy sharing all my wedding knowledge and getting to know so many of you, but honestly, I did not realize how much. Thank you to all of you who listen every week. Thank you for subscribing and thank you all for your incredible reviews also. Thank you also to those of you who have been brave enough to message me on Instagram with your wedding questions and struggles and asked for help. I have loved helping each and every one of you. If you want to reach out anytime, then please message me on Instagram at Manage My Wedding. Now, before I get into this 50th episode, I would love to read out a review left recently on the podcast. Now, this one is from Lauren Birch. And her um, title says everything with two love hearts. And she says, this app, the podcast, and the lovely lady behind it all is absolutely everything. As a newly engaged bride come Corona time, I honestly cannot fathom my planning journey without these tools. Monday afternoons would simply not be the same. I cannot thank you enough for your support, encouragement, and wise words thus far. Lauren, thank you so much for taking the time to leave that lovely review for me. Honestly, I'm so glad that I can help alleviate some of your stress at the moment. Wedding planning is so much more enjoyable when you feel organized and you have support. And that is what I plan to continue to do for each and every one of you. But again, thank you everyone for your continued support because with your support, I know there will be many more episodes to come. So thank you, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. Now, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about skincare in the lead up to your wedding day. And I'm really excited to have Maria as a guest on the podcast to talk about all things beauty. Maria owns the Makeup Ambulance. She's based in Tasmania and her work is beautiful. Now, I wanted Maria on this podcast because although I love all things weddings, I know that I'm no expert in skincare and Maria is. So welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, Maria. Oh, thanks, Yvette. I'm so excited to be here. I'm thrilled to have you. Now, for the listeners, just so you know, Maria and I, we got, it was probably about three three or four months ago that we first got to know each other. Yeah. yeah. And Maria has also done a a wedding tip for us back on another episode. And your tip was excellent. It was so great. So I knew that I had to have you back on the podcast at some point. And I didn't know when, but because this question keeps coming up, I was like, yes, I know the person. So (laughs) tell us a little bit about the Makeup Ambulance and you, which I have to say that name, the Makeup Ambulance, is the best. I think it's such a great name. But tell us I a little bit about it. 
Yeah, I get so many comments. So I am a paramedic. I have been for 10 years and I actually injured my back. So, you know, in terms of keeping a job security, I went and studied makeup. And obviously, after I was qualified in makeup, the makeup ambulance was born. I just thought it was a mesh of two passions, two careers. And so, like, I've been specializing in bridal makeup for the last almost Oh no, it's over six years now, which is crazy. But yeah, I just love all things makeup and it lets me have a creative outlet to the otherwise serious world of paramedicine. Yeah. And do you miss being paramedic? So I'm still like, I'm currently on maternity leave. I've got a six month old, so I'm still practicing. I'm still registered and I'm due to return to work early next year, but I'm, I'm not missing it at the moment. I must be honest. Oh no, it, it's hard. You don't, it's hard to miss work when you've got a little baby at home and you've got your own little business going anyway. Well, not little. Yeah, absolutely. Doing, it's, it's busy for you. You're, you're flat out. I can see on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm probably busier than I'd like to be, but that's a good problem to have. Oh, totally. And we love to do that to ourselves, don't we? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so as I mentioned before, it's, it comes up a lot about skincare and how people can take care of their skin in the lead up to their wedding day. And yep. it's really, everyone's asking a lot at the moment too, I think because people are at home more than ever before. A lot of people yep. are still locked up in, you know, they're in lockdown, they can't really go anywhere. And I remember when we were in, I told to isolate how bad my skin also became. So the first thing I suppose I want to talk about is can you tell us what you see are the most common mistakes that brides make with their skincare in the lead up to their wedding day and what your biggest no-nos are? Sure. So I think that uh, if you have a skin issue, basically tackling it as early as possible is probably the best bet. Like people tend to think about their skin within the last month of their wedding, possibly like when they're having their hens makeup, which is usually when people have their makeup trial with their makeup artist. And then they're thinking about their skin and it's, it's a little too late then. So if you need to do some significant skin prep, then it should start probably from your engagement. If you've got a particular issue that you need tackling, so pigmentation, acne, scarring, texture, People are tending to opt for quite harsh treatments in the very, you know, late stages of the lead up to their wedding and that can really actually flare up their skin more, making a a sort of a harder job for the makeup artist on the day. So, yeah, I see a lot of people with dehydrated, dry skin and then adversely I, I see a lot of people with oily skin and combination skin that have problems with acne that need a lot of love and coverage and they just don't feel super great about themselves. Yeah. yeah. And if someone, if, if a bride-to-be thinks that her skin is like, oh, my, you know, they think, oh, my skin's pretty good. I'm not that concerned. When would you suggest they start looking at it the same? Really start still taking good care of your skin straight as soon as you're engaged? Yeah, I would say so. If you don't have a good routine, I would say as early as possible. 12 months out is really great time to get everything kind of assessed by an esthetician or a skincare specialist and then having like a really solid regime from 12 months in as late as sort of three months into the lead up for your wedding. Like if you can, if you don't have the time up your sleeve or you've just completely forgotten about it, three months is a good time to have your basic stuff corrected 
So yeah, an esthetician can really work with you to get the best out of your skin in the last three months in the lead up to your big day. Yeah. 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 That's a good timeline to give everyone because you get so caught up in the aesthetics of the wedding, you know, what everything looks like that you forget. (laughs) Everyone's looking at you on the wedding day and uh, 90% of the time you're the person they're looking at more than anything else. And you're the one that they remember the most more than they remember what those flowers or what that table centerpiece look like. So this is really, really important. That's exactly right. And when you say getting a good routine, what are the first things you usually suggest? So, yeah, I really recommend having a good analysis done by someone who's qualified and specialized in skincare. So like my jam is makeup and I know and love a lot about skincare, but I'm not in the business of prescribing certain treatments, but I do offer services as far as having like a quick look at people's skin and having a a good look at it as far as what they need in an immediate term. But cleanser, moisturizer and serums are the, the basis of a good foundation for a good skincare routine. So Cleansing is a no-brainer, obviously. You need to be cleansing twice a day, morning and night, to really rid the skin of impurities that are just absorbed from the environment, even if you're not a makeup wearer. And serums are the powerhouse of your skincare routine, so they're what's going to actively treat the skin issues that you want to cover. Yeah, I agree. I've started using a serum because I have pigmentation on my forehead from many years of baking myself when I was young and silly. (laughs) <laughs> and living overseas. And it's the it's the only thing that could fix it. Yeah, you're not wrong. You need to really concentrate on like the issue and find a product that will work with you and your skin to help maintain what you've got going on to yeah. give you the best foundation on the day. Yeah, that makes sense. So we talk about you know, what the skin looks like on the outside. But I'm, I'm a really big believer of what we do internally as well. And everyone wants to have that wedding glow. It's just, everyone wants everyone to say, oh, wow, you've got that wedding glow. You're so wedding ready. And for people to remember that. So how can someone also best internally take care of themselves as well? Because I know that well, that really is- helps. <laughs> Yeah, this is my jam. So this is like a lot of what I focus on with my clients through my business with Arbon is making sure that they've got healthy mind, body and skin. So it's super important for people to be looking at, obviously there's a huge skin gut link and what they're putting in their body as much as what they're putting on their body is super important. So Whether or not they've got like acne or, you know, hormonal skin issues, it's actually probably more pertinent that they work with what they're ingesting. And so there's a whole world of supplements out there, but really being mindful about just eating proper, real food and not detoxing as such. I really hate that word, but really being mindful about inflammatory foods. So, you know, Things like gluten and dairy are hugely inflammatory on the gut, which then can be linked to inflammation on the skin. So eliminating simple things like gluten, dairy, alcohol, as much as it pains people. Yeah, it really is important. And so if your skin is super important to you or you're finding that you're insecure or you're having a stress response in the lead up to your big day, which happens a lot, 
then yeah, being mindful about your skin is super important. And something that I do on a religious daily basis is take an Arbonne supplement that's called Skin Elixir and it's a vegan sachet that you add to water. It's actually really lovely flavoured, but it's a vegan collagen builder. So rather than having like an animal-based collagen, this vegan collagen builder actually promotes the body's ability to make its own collagen and it also has hyaluronic acid in it, which is amazing for your skin also. So, you know, if people wanting a supplement for inner health and inner skin health, that's something that I, I tend to recommend to my brides a lot. And it does, like it, I'm really proud of my skin where it's at at the moment. And I attribute it to having like a non or a low inflammatory diet and my skin elixir, lots of green powder and omega-3s. I think, you know, you can't go past good basic supplements. Yeah. It's so important too. And it's so important that people look at a product like Arbonne because there are so many badly made supplements on the market and so many that are lab made full of chemicals and they're actually not good for you. I I learned this the other day because I I love supplements. I do like to take good ones, but I was, I, I found out I was taking too many and some that yeah. were not so good. And mm-hmm. my, the nutritionist said to me, because I really like health, it's a big thing for me, I love good health. And she was like, oh, you know, you are taking that many supplements that your body, if it gets sick, it actually won't be able to repair itself as quickly as you would like because there's nothing that your immune system is at its capacity. And that was quite an interesting thing to learn. So I came home and threw all this stuff in the bin and um, I actually <laughs> take Arbon, which I have been, I started to before I got to know you, which I've told you. Um, And now I'm making sure that's all that's in my cupboard. So it's it's really important to people that just don't go into the chemist and think, I can just pick up that one because it says collagen because that it just, it's not going to do what you think it's going to (sighs) do. Absolutely. I think like there's a lot of misconception about supplements and they're not heavily scrutinized or regulated and um the thing i love about arbon is that it's held to a european standard so you know they're the highest in the world as far as standards go with approval for foods and personal care and you know we've got a not allowed list of over 2000 harmful substances and they just don't put them in so they're constantly evolving as far as their ingredient policy and it's vegan certified kosher certified gluten free non gmo it's just easy. You don't have to think about whether it's safe and there's something for everyone in the Arbon range. So I think that, yeah. you know, if someone was really not well-educated in health but wanted a brand that they could trust in, I think it's probably something that they look at for sure. Yeah, good. That's, that's good to know. And water, hey, like... So much oh, water. <laughs> yeah, people say, oh, you know, just six glasses a day, but I think more. Oh my goodness. I told a girl the other day at her bridal trial, she was a bit dry. And I said, look, you need to be having three liters. She's, she's going to do her best to get her skin like to that point. But yeah, I, the more, the better, like the skin is the largest organ in the body. And as humans, we're made up of over 70% water. So it just makes sense that we, you know, have a really, really good water intake for our skin. Yeah, I agree. It's it's good for so many things. Oh, flushes out everything. Absolutely. So, so everyone, you've heard it. You need a routine. You need to speak to a professional. 
<laughs> very important. Yes. And have a routine and look after yourself internally as much as the external as well. Yeah. And tell us, what would be your number one wedding tip, Maria? Oh, okay. So I go back and forth between a couple, so I might share oh, a couple. Give them all, yeah. We, we, my, my, my listeners love wedding tips, like they, it's their favourite so throw them <laughs> the, at us. The biggest tip I can give you is please, please don't do anything super drastic to your skin within the last few weeks of your wedding. I hear so many people going to get microdermabrasion or dermaplaning that have never had these types of treatments done before. I mean, even as far as chemical peels within a fortnight of their wedding, like I'm not sure in what world someone would give someone a chemical peel knowing that they're getting wedding prep done. So yeah, please take all of your, if you're a seasoned treatment goer, yes, get your dermaplaning done in the last fortnight before your wedding, but no harsh peels or stripping facials on your skin within the last three to four weeks. And definitely no sheet masks on the day of your wedding. People think it's so cute to get all like skincare preppy done before before (laughs) the makeup artist arrives, but it leaves this really awful residue on the skin and we just have to cleanse it off and sometimes exfoliate it off and chances are it's a chemist bought sheet mask and oh, so yeah, I just think... And um, some people have had a spray tan too and they I've seen disasters because yes. they put that on after and it wrecks, there's, uh, wrecks Yeah, there's and, plenty of disasters. Oh, my goodness. And one more I have to share is don't just pick a makeup artist based on price or the location, like how convenient it is for you. Please look at their work and make sure you like them because they're spending your most important day with you. So make sure you can kind of be friends with them. I think that's super important to just resonate with them and their work. Yeah, and have a trial, hey. Oh, my God, definitely. <gasps> I actually, unless it's an elopement and a last-minute booking, I insist on trials. Yeah, yeah, because this is your one day to look your best and to look like yep. a princess and you do not want to be unhappy and you're looking at those photos forever. It's it's just exactly stare back at you that you were unhappy with that on the day. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's just that you need to be so proud of who you are on that day and your makeup artist is a huge part of that. Yeah, I actually flew. She was a friend that we were friends from living in London and she she's now a really unbelievable makeup artist living in New York doing celebrities and she's huge but she'd been in the wedding she'd been a makeup artist for only a year and was doing weddings and she was you know she was naturally gifted instantly you could tell and I flew her from Sydney to Perth where I got married because I just knew I had to have her and I knew it was an expense that I probably couldn't afford but I also knew I wanted to be happy with that and that expense, I do not regret to this day. Like I was so happy. Absolutely. And my bridesmaids, they just could not believe how much they loved their makeup as well. And yep. every, everyone was happy because quite often, you know, you get a trial and you, yep. you're happy, but then maybe your bridesmaids aren't, but everyone was happy. So I just think don't spare an expense on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, look, and the hairstylist as well, like those two people to make you feel your best self on the day are probably, you know, like the most important people 
on the morning of your wedding, you've already sorted your dress out. You already feel like a million bucks. You don't want to skimp on the people that are making you your best self. So yeah, I'm a big advocate of spending what you need to spend and what what makes sense to you and your budget on your beauty, your glam squad, if you like, because yeah, they're, they're doing the biggest work apart from yeah. the bride and groom. I, yeah, it's I totally the big thing. And if it means not giving your guests a guest favour, don't give your guests a guest favour because your guests oh, don't, they don't care anyway. They just want the oh, food and God. drink. <laughs> Can you remember any guest favours of any weddings you've been to? Like, no, I, I actually gave they were my... elaborate. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually gave my guests a hangover kit because everyone oh, travelled travelled, and I knew it was going to be a big occasion. Everyone was getting together from all over the world. And they I loved love it. It was full of like yep. rockers and Panadols and all these things. It was like <laughs> something they could use, right? But yeah. apart from that, they are very much a waste, a lot of money and a lot of waste. Yeah. <laughs> and full I of agree. plastic and bad on the environment. And most of the time they get left on the table. So <laughs> Absolutely. The simpler and the less expensive, the better. And put that money towards a, an amazing makeup artist. And I don't think any bride would regret that decision. No, I totally agree with you. Thank you so much, Maria. Loved talking to you. And I'm sure that all the bridal couples listening to us have got plenty out of it. And I say bridal couples because men, I think, need to look after themselves just as much as the ladies in the lead up to the wedding day. So ladies, if your man is not listening, then I think share some of these tips with them. If anything, get them to drink the water as well. Yes. Because <laughs> many men don't and they tend to drink a bit in those last few days leading up to the wedding oh. with all the boys. And the last few hours leading up to the wedding. Yes. So oh, hydrate, yes. hydrate, hydrate. Amen. Oh. Maria, tell us where can my listeners find you? So I am at the Makeup Ambulance on Instagram, the same on Facebook and Twitter. I'm always on my Insta. You can jump into my DMs. I'll be happy to answer any questions or just chat about makeup and skincare and cool stuff. Definitely, if you've got any questions about gut health and getting a good food routine, I'll be happy to help. Oh, excellent. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Anytime, Yvette. I loved talking to you. I'm happy to do it anytime. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much to Maria for joining me on today's podcast. So you heard it. Go and speak to somebody who can help you and analyze your skin. Oh, drink lots and lots of water and get a good routine happening. And <laughs> do not give yourself any um, face masks or do a face sheet in the last four weeks before the wedding and especially on your wedding day. <laughs> you do not want that to happen. Now, if you found today's podcast useful, I would love to hear from you. Simply leave a review in the Apple Podcasts app and you will automatically go in the drawer to win a bridal pack full of wedding day goodies to the value of $100 or if you are using Stitcher, you can also leave a review there. Plus, if you leave a review on the Manage My Wedding app and our Facebook page, you receive three entries. So this will triple your chances of being drawn as our lucky monthly winner. Now, also remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to hear the new episode each Monday morning. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and feeling organised while planning the wedding of your dreams.